Hey there, welcome to the Trailblazers podcast. I'm Nicole, your host, and I'm so excited to dive into today's episode with you. I am a passionate, wide-eyed entrepreneur and social media coach, and I help people just like you to build your online business from the ground up through the power of social media. In just under three months, I was able to build my coaching business from scratch and work with paying clients and am now scaling my business to reach heights I never thought was possible. If you're listening to this podcast, I want to be the first to tell you that you are a trailblazer. That is, someone who paves their own way through unmarked territories and doesn't wait for opportunities to come, but instead creates them. So as you listen in today, I want you to know that your passion, partnered with purpose, can unlock your potential. But that's if you dare to take action. So, are you ready to blaze that trail? If that's you, let's do this. Hey everyone, I am back on the podcast. So, I have basically had the craziest past two weeks and safe to say I have made it through. I have submitted all my assessments. I have met all the deadlines and I'm just glad that it's Friday for me over here and I'm just glad to have made it through such a crazy past two weeks. So I hope that you guys have loved what you've heard so far on the podcast and I'm really excited to actually dive into today's topic. I seriously can't wait to share on this because just recollecting my journey and going through my journal which I have right in front of me was so fun it was really powerful to just see all my diary entries and to see my wins and my progress throughout my journey it's just insane and I never would have thought that I'd never be at this point even just running my own podcast and sharing things about my life and my journey I honestly never thought I'd be doing that at all let alone this year (laughs) but it's crazy so I'm just gonna go right into it and share on this very topic that I believe is gonna shake things up for a lot of you especially if you are sitting on an idea if you're sitting on the possibility of potentially diving into your own entrepreneurial journey or starting your own business of some sort okay so just a disclaimer I actually have been working on my business for about four to five months now the reason why I have titled this podcast how I built my coaching business in three months is because I don't actually count the initial stages as growing my business. Building it was, I guess, it continues to be an ongoing process and so that's where I just wanted to let you know that me recalling everything that I've done is actually going to come from the context of recollecting from when I made my first investment and using that as the context and then me building my business and growing it actually starting later down the track so that was about two months in from making the investment to making my income in my at the end of my second month to my third month and to now being 
I'm just counting five months into my business and it is September in 2020 right now. So five months in, I have essentially gotten myself clients from all around the world, all through the power of social media. I've been able to scale my business, make back my investment in the first place and just continue to be running my business on my own terms and I can safely say as well I went through my books yesterday I can safely say that I'm going to be making consistent income and I can forecast that income for the months ahead and I haven't even had a business launch I also just have my journal right in front of me right now so if you hear the pages turning it's just because I'm just having a look at my diary entries and just using this as inspiration to help me with today's podcast topic. So with that being said let's dive into it. Let's start with the month of April. So just for some context In the month of April, I'm pretty sure we were just going into the whole pandemic situation. So a lot of people, a lot of, um, yeah, just a lot of things in life were just changing. And I remember being in a season where I had just launched my personal blog. So this is a uh, passion project of mine. It's Unravel Blog, this blog that I've created to help young adults with uh, everyday struggles and to help them really see the value and purpose in life and to live abundant lives. And this is a passion project of mine that I had been working on and it literally was my only goal for this entire year. I just wanted to launch it in April and call it a day. I just wanted to work on my blog and just finish my degree and just, you know, do that. (laughs) So building a business was definitely not in the picture for me. I honestly don't recall how all of this happened and how it just happened so fast. But what I do remember is on the same day that I launched my blog, it was April 18. I actually, um, before bed that night, I got out a huge piece of paper and I wrote down April 18, 2021. And I started just writing all the things I wanted to achieve by this time next year. And one of them was to have my own business and to have made my first $2,000 in that business. And I wasn't very specific because I just knew I wanted to have a business. I wanted to at least try what it's like, you know, to be an entrepreneur and to make money on my own terms. I had no clue how I was going to do it or what I was even going to do, but I just put it down believing that I was going to do something or something was going to come up, come up for me. And this time next year, I would be able to say, Hey, I made my first 2k. This is amazing. Right. Uh, just letting you know, I made my first 2k by my first month in my business. So yeah, it's crazy. When you put things down on paper, you best believe it's going to happen. Okay. All right. So in April, at the end of April, once I had launched my blog mid April, I decided, okay, I'm going to venture into what potential career I want. 
And to be honest, I thought about how much I loved social media and I wanted to actually manage people's social media for them. My initial goal was to offer social media services or even consulting, but I had no clue. So I actually followed this girl. Her name is Vanessa Lau. She's a really well-known YouTuber and Instagrammer and she had this... Uh, I think it was this podcast that I came across and it was about building a successful business through social media. I don't even remember the exact podcast I was listening to, but um, something like that and how to find your profitable niche. I was thinking, all right, I'll just listen to this on my walk. And I remember being out on that walk and she had this call to action to join her masterclass and before I knew it, I had registered onto her masterclass and I was sitting in and I was like low-key nervous because I felt like I was on the verge of something like, it was like tingling my toes, you know? I, I could feel it in my body that something was changing and I was about to jump into something beyond myself. And that's kind of when, um, yeah, it started to hit me that I was really going to do this. And so at the end of her master class, I actually made the investment and I put down 2K or maybe it was a little more like 2.5, something like that. And that was, oh, that was scary as heck, guys. Like I had never put down any amount of money as big as that, let alone any money to pursue a business idea or to pursue this, you know, just this idea of being my own business owner it just it was crazy and yet I don't know I think the fear of not doing anything scared me more so that's why I actually made that investment because I thought about it like do I actually want to be doing this for the rest of my life like do I want to just be sitting on this idea for the rest of my life do I want to be working for someone else for the rest of my life? Do I want someone else to determine how much I can make in the amount of time that I work? And I was really like uncomfortable with that thought. So the more I sat with it, and as I was in that masterclass, the more realistic it became for me to just put down the investment, right? And luckily, I I actually remember being completely transparent with you guys. I remember that 2K was sitting in my savings and I I just went in there and scraped it right out and I didn't know whether or not I could even make that investment back but I just was like I need to try so that's how much I believed in myself right so I invested in that program and dipped my toes in to the possibility of the coaching world and growing a business through an online platform And so my biggest lesson for that month was to be willing to bet on myself, you know? And so I want to share that with you. If you're early on in your business or if you haven't even started, be willing to bet on yourself every single day to make your dreams happen. Take yourself seriously enough to put money down for what you say you want to do because you only invest when you're serious. And you only invest in things that you genuinely believe can get you the transformation, right? 
And so allow yourself to explore the possibility of what if. That's exactly what I did when I stopped to really reflect on what if a year from now I could build a successful business, I could be generating income on my own terms, I could be working from a cafe, sipping coffee, and you know, what if? And I also allowed myself to venture into the what ifs of what made me also uncomfortable on the other end of the spectrum. So I would think of what if I stayed in this place? What if a year from now I regret not trying? What if a year from now I feel sorry for myself for not giving it a shot, right? So venturing into the what if and allowing yourself to sit with the feelings of what each what if option brings up for you is going to help you navigate through what you want to do and how determined you are to change your reality. But it's really important that when you start this journey that you have a clear sense of who you are and what you want to do. And for a lot of people, like they will depend that sense of clarity on, you know, like maybe being able to find a profitable niche or knowing who their ideal client is. That is not having a clear sense of who you are, what you want to do. That's having a clear maybe business idea or having a clear understanding of your market but that is very different to having confidence in your identity and I can tell you now on this end of building my business for the past few months I am a completely different person like entrepreneurship changes you in all the good ways like it stretches you challenges you and oh man it does a lot to you but it seriously does change you. I'll share a little bit more on that in another podcast because I have so much to say about that, but that's definitely a huge lesson that I learned in the first month or not even my first month, at the end of April when I took the leap. So in May, I dove into learning, testing, and validating. So I did a lot of market research I did a lot of connecting with people in the industry, a lot of just networking and observing. I came into just this period of my business development journey thinking to myself, I have no expectations whatsoever. Like whatever I learn, I learn. Whatever I don't know, I don't know. And I really didn't put pressure on myself to have any kind of success or to have any kind of outcome other than I just want to learn. I just want to understand. And so that really positioned me to be able to gauge where I was on the spectrum of the coaching world and to also gauge what was needed what people were interested in in the market and to understand where I stood in all of that so I really thought about what I had to offer as well so what I did was I thought about you know okay I wanted to go into coaching I wanted to help people run their social media and then after doing a little bit more research and observing I thought it would be a good idea to just trial it you know like just send out some invitations and work with clients 
whether paid or unpaid, I really didn't care. Actually, I was less inclined to charge because I was like, I don't know if this is even going to work. I don't even know if I'm good. So I actually started working with clients and I just pushed myself to do it. I really wanted to delay um, on working with these beta clients because I was like, just struggling with a lot of imposter syndrome of what am I doing I don't know what I'm doing like I don't know if I can do this but I honestly had to just coach myself through it and tell myself girl you ain't gonna learn anything about how to do this unless you do it and so if you're a coach you literally only learn how to coach by coaching you get better at coaching by coaching people so for a lot of people with the excuse that I don't know if I can do it, I don't know if I can actually be a good coach, then just try, like, just do it for free and see what results you can get for someone, right? And so I really learned that, you know, I had to be confident in trying and even if I didn't know my level of capability, I had to at least be confident enough to try. And so from that, the confidence also built into me showing up online about my business and this was huge for me because my Instagram account was actually just people that you know were my family and friends like I didn't have a following that was interested in social media or business coaching at all so me talking about my business and promoting that I was going to start doing this and I wanted to take on beta clients. I was doing market research. Like literally I was getting cold shoulders from everyone. Like no one cared. And if they did care, they were thinking, what the heck are you doing? You know, who are you to charge? Actually, I think it was at this time that I had a close friend of mine um, tell me that, you know, she didn't like she just she wanted to understand what I was doing and how I believed it was helpful, like how it could help people. And I could tell that she was coming from a good place, but at the same time, the vibe that I was getting was that she didn't believe that this was something that could be successful as a business. Or she didn't believe, you know, that I could actually do this. And it just really cut deep because this was literally the moment I decided I was going to tell everyone I was diving into this so it was almost like I jumped to celebrate but this comment just took me out from under and completely wiped me out because it just sank in that I actually maybe didn't know what I was doing I actually was a fluke and I couldn't get anyone transformation like who was I to even think that someone would pay me so it just started to eat me up from the inside and it took me a while to just coach myself again through that and just tell myself that I am good at what I do and even though no one has ever paid me for it I'm working with clients who were expressing interest like they were interested enough to say yes And not only that, little did I know that a few months later, these same clients would be getting crazy transformations from having worked with me. And so I am so glad that I didn't let that stop me. But it's just, it sucks, right? And it's often the people who are closest to you who 
say they believe in you, but the undertone of what they're saying is they really don't and you should play it safe and just stop what you're doing. And it's just, you just don't want to be surrounded by that, right? So anyway, that was a huge lesson for me, really gaining the confidence to try to be pushed back and to be knocked down flat on my face and to be willing to try again, right? And another huge lesson is I spent more time just going for it. I didn't sit in my feelings too long because of my entire journey, I think that month, the month of May was probably the most heaviest emotionally and mentally when it came to wrapping my head around how do I even do this? Like, can I even do this? And the imposter syndrome was just so, so loud. So if you're early on, like, and you're probably, you know, early on in your business, struggling through imposter syndrome every day, I want you to know that it is totally normal. Like, even to this day right now, I still struggle with imposter syndrome. And the reason for that is, I mean, of course, new seasons, new levels, new growth will always surface resistance. It will always feel uncomfortable and your mind will always try to convince you that like something's wrong or that you're not where you're, where you're not in the place where you should be. And yeah, so it's totally normal. I learned as well that month to learn quickly to fail fast and to attempt over and over and over again. I really put to test what I did know. There was a lot that I didn't know and that really surfaced in that month. But what I did was I grabbed a hold of what I did know and I put to test what I did know with people that I had access to with what was within my means. I didn't go and invest in in another program or get shiny object syndrome and just purchase this or purchase that app or buy my followers or, you know, download a hashtag strategy. I was so tempted to because I felt like nothing was working or no one was interested or, you know, I, I was like just so tempted to do all these things when really I just had to get busy doing That was probably my biggest lesson that month. (laughs) Okay, so by June, I had essentially worked with my beta clients all of the previous month. And so by June, I was starting to wrap up my beta clients, which meant that I could now transition them over to my paying program. And so in that month, I actually signed my first three clients. Only one of them was a beta client. My other two clients were people who were just watching my journey so the previous month when I started really pushing myself and getting comfortable with showing up online little did I know that these two other potential clients were watching and they actually messaged me not long after and wanted to work with me like they self-selected into working with me I literally didn't even know what I had to offer and yet they saw the value in it. So just a side note, show up about your process. Don't just need to show your end outcome. Show up about your process. Be consistent in that because someone is watching. And okay, so June, I also felt success intolerance for the first time. 
I started feeling this foreign second wave of imposter syndrome now that people were willing to pay me. And what I mean by success intolerance, if you um, message me on Instagram that you listen to this podcast, I will send you through the podcast by Stacey Bayman that talks about success intolerance. And that will that will change your life, I promise. <laughs> but essentially, success intolerance is this feeling that you get or this reaction that you get when you achieve something that you didn't think was possible. So for example, when someone actually paid me for my service, I celebrated for a second And then moments after, I was like, what the heck? I can't get you the results. Like, in my head, I was freaking out. Because how in the world was I going to get them a result now that they were paying me? Like, before it was fun and games. Like, if I got them the result, amazing. But could I really, to the level that someone was paying me? I was so scared. (laughs) But I guess my, you know, my biggest lesson on the back end of that was really expecting myself to feel uncomfortable with success, expecting myself to feel, you know, really nervous about someone putting down money for me is normal because it is foreign. And that's why my brain and my body will tell me you're not where you should be or this was a fluke, this isn't real, you didn't really get this result or, you know, this is only a one-off, you're not going to be able to do this for anyone else, it's just this one person. That is very, very normal. And I've learned that, I learned that then and I continue to learn it to this day at every price point that I, that I charge. Because obviously I was charging a lot cheaper, significantly cheaper, because my expertise was limited, I was nervous to charge higher, and all of that stuff. But that's time, that's for another podcast. But essentially, the lesson that I would take away from that month is we need to just start embodying success as our normal. That when we achieve a certain outcome, we shouldn't question ourselves or we shouldn't like fall into the lie that it was a fluke instead we need to clarify and confirm within our identity that we deserve this that we work hard we get results so it is so so important that you catch that right now and yeah i just i just need you to catch it right now because you're probably in a situation where If you've signed a client or you're looking to increase your prices or whatever, you're going to hit that point when you're like, oh my gosh, I don't think I can do this. Even though you literally have evidence to show you that you can. You've worked with people before. Others have paid you for it. What logical reason is there to believe that it is not successful, right? Or it cannot be successful, So it's just, it's powerful stuff when you tap into the perspective that you have and the mindset that you have that is affecting just the reality around you. Are you enjoying what you're hearing? 
I would love to know what you're getting out of today's topic. Screenshot this episode and tag me with your thoughts on Instagram. Now, before we dive back in, I wanted to let you know that I have a few spots left in my one-on-one coaching program where I help overwhelmed, unstructured, and under-equipped online coaches to confidently build their business, fast-track their growth, and finally start working with paying clients through the power of social media alone. I've seen what can happen in just a few months alone, and now I help people like you do the same. And it all begins with a single decision to take the leap. Think this is what you need? Shoot me a message and let's get you started. And so now we're going to dive into the next few months. So we've got July, August, and September. And these are the months when I started actually generating consistent income in my business. And so July was probably my first month of a four-figure income and that set it off for me to have a consistent four-figure income over the next few months. So in July, I actually did my first masterclass. I also essentially started to really understand what showing up can produce and what I mean is like showing up consistently about your business, your offer, what it can produce in your business. And I really also started to learn the patterns of what was actually exhausting me and what was taking away from me getting results in my business. And the reason why I say that is because in that month, I did a masterclass. I did a lot of Facebook trainings. I set up my Facebook group. I was working on an ebook and I was just like doing so much. And I hit a point where I was like, what in the world am I doing? And why am I doing it? Because it is not getting me clients. And clients is the end goal. Clients is what I need to make money. And money is what makes my business able to scale. Or it's literally why, you know, it's literally the intention coaching is only coaching when you have a client and so I was like I'm doing way too much for no results literally none like I yeah I just can't even begin to tell you how frustrated and emotionally drained I was trying to hype myself up and be like you got this you know your business is successful you are gonna get more clients but then to not see the results when I was putting in so much time and effort and energy it was just exhausting and this was probably the time when I wanted to just give up and it's ironic because it was the first month that I was making money as a new coach but I couldn't see how I could continue to make money because I was just so stuck in thinking that what I was doing was not working. And that's when I really hit the fan and I had to just call myself out once again. I was trying to do more to prove to myself and to other people that what I had to offer was valuable. And I was giving value because I believe that to give value you get value like if you're just showing up and and giving value to people people will invest in you right but I was coming at it from this place of 
giving value for a certain result. Like I wanted to give value because I wanted to get something out of it or I wanted to earn the respect of people or I want to prove something for myself. I wanted to sign a client as a result of giving value. And that attitude or that mindset led to exhaustion because I felt like I was giving, giving, giving and not getting. And I just realized like as I was doing it that yeah, like this is exhausting. Surely there has to be another way, right? And this was also the month that I hopped on my first consult. So when I actually did the masterclass, I had a few expressions from the attendees and I hopped on my first consult and I realized that I knew nothing about sales and I knew nothing about how to coach someone through their own objections. I knew nothing about how to confidently and very clearly present my offer and to pair people with my offer. I knew none of that. And so selling and and hopping on a call with someone to pitch my offer, I was nervous and scared and it was horrifying. Like I dreaded being on sales calls because it made me so nervous. And I tried to research how to pitch people, how to like offer great sales conversations like whatever I could I literally just tried to DIY and it just didn't work I got nose left right and center and so what it resulted in was having even more nerves about me being able to build a successful business so as you can see I just kind of started to spiral (laughs) low key and at the perfect time I actually came across my coach who is now my coach Um, to this very day. And I invested in her, like, because, not because I had the money, I can guarantee you that. I did not have the money to pay for a coach. My business had not made back its, like, investment at that time. I think I made back my investment, like, probably during the time that I was with her like literally at the end of that month of July that's probably when I made it back so on the call that I was with her I remember thinking to myself I did not have the money to invest but I just knew I wanted this so badly and so I made the decision I decided I was gonna save and I went for it Little did I know, though, that my business was going to make that income back. And I'm so happy that um, it just I just went for it. And yeah, everything just aligns, you know. All right. So coming to last month. So that's August. It's currently September. This is where I guess I would say I hit, you know, one of the most pivotal parts of my journey because I really spent this month focusing on my mindset and really understanding the power of true coaching. Because prior to having a coach myself, I honestly thought coaching was just hopping on a call with someone, giving them the tools and resources, and then just, you know, calling it a day or essentially just giving them everything they needed and then checking in on them. That's all I knew about coaching. And obviously, like, I did everything I could to over-deliver for my clients. But 
I had never experienced being coached myself. And so hiring my own coach was the most powerful experience because I got to understand what a high level of coaching looks like and what it should be. And so I learned that it's not about doing more for my client. I learned that from my own coach that it's about holding the space, that it's about asking prompting questions. It's about getting to the real issue. And so an example is like before I would just hop on calls with my clients and give them like, you know, these are our topics for today. This is the task we need to tackle and let's just do it. But we would never go any deeper. It just felt so shallow and it just felt like I could literally give them this training material off, you know, like off another platform. Like they didn't need to be on this call with me. And so when that shift happened and I experienced true coaching with my coach, I started asking questions to my own clients like, why have you not shown up on your Instagram this week? And often it's like, I had no time, I just felt busy, I was a little unmotivated, like all this surface level stuff, but I would really pull them out on it and I would be like, why didn't you have time for it? And it would be like, "Um, because I was just so busy and I would ask, what were you busy doing? And they'd kind of give me a list and I'd be like, but when you signed on with me, you wanted this badly. Did something change? And then the wall starts to drop. They start to tell me that they've stopped believing that it was possible, that they struggled with comparison, that they were scrolling through Instagram and fell into the pattern of self-comparison again. Or they got a rejection from a sales call and that discouraged them and so on and so forth. And so I really learned to understand like the difference between teaching and coaching. And that was probably the most powerful thing that happened in that month of August. Because then what led to understanding that was learning to coach myself properly and how to master my own mind. So it was this month that I really also tapped into why I was not getting results when I was hopping on sales calls to why I was getting unmotivated when I would post, you know, valuable content or when I would show up online. Um, Also, my mindset around pricing, like I honestly couldn't charge higher than what I was at the time. My coach was like, that is a lot lower than you should be charging. And I already can, like, I can tell you that without even knowing much about your program and that's because I just gave her a brief description of what I do with my clients and she she called it out straight away and I was like no no way I cannot seriously imagine charging any higher than this like as if anyone would pay for me and yeah just like I coached myself through that and was open to sitting with the discomfort of why that made me uncomfortable and really getting to the bottom of it and for a lot of pricing issues with my own clients, we we tackle it and oftentimes it's a matter of perception and value and what they believe the value of their offer is. For me, at this point, I also 
learned that there is a difference between um, the service or the product, sorry. There's a difference between the product and the transformation. And so for me, I had this mindset that if someone was paying a significantly high price for something, then they needed to get more out of it. Like they needed to get huge like value. And my understanding of value was they needed to get a worksheet, a a membership platform, they were going to get this, you know, modules and all these things that I didn't have ready. And so I was just like in this rut of thinking, I'm not done yet. I need a rush. I need to prepare this before I charge higher. I also need to prepare, you know, my ebook. And like, I just felt like I was, I had to do all these things, but my coach had to slow me down once again and, and tell me, hey, what do you believe the value of your service is? And I told her what I thought and she really challenged me. And now I understand that the value of my service is not in the more, quote unquote, more that I provide. The value in my service is the transformation. Like when someone works with me, they can walk out of my program confident in who they are, clear on their business idea, knowing that they can sign clients and super duper like changed and completely leveled up from the person that they were when they walked in. Like not only do they learn social media and leveraging it for their business, but they learn how to be a fully fledged entrepreneur who thinks and coaches themselves through their own limiting beliefs and can literally tackle anything, any objection, any issue, any personal like excuse, whatever it is. I teach my clients how to have autonomy and empower them to be their own CEO not only in business, but in life. That is absolutely insane. And when I thought about that and the potential for just that transformation to create results like income, like scaling a business, like being able to shift things in life, that is more than what, you know, that is a result that people spend an entire lifetime searching for or looking for. But within four months, I could help someone get to that point to go to grow a business idea into a fully fledged successful business, right? And so I really started to shift my understanding of value and how value is in the transformation and that I needed to believe it first in order for others to believe it. So like... That's how selling became fun. That's how hopping on sales calls and even being okay with no's, like all of that just shifted for me. And so that's essentially the product of that was when I signed my first high ticket client. My first ever high ticket client found me through social media, hopped on a sales call, I presented my offer. I had no expectation that they had to work with me. I just gave value. I believed that what I could do for them was just above and beyond crazy valuable. And just by simply 
coming from that place of confidence and belief, they self-selected into my program. I didn't need to convince them. See how the energy just changes when you master your thoughts? And that's seriously why for me and my business direction, I shifted from purely just social media coaching to integrating business coaching and really factoring in that my pillars, my business pillars stand on a lot of working on your inner mindset, your thoughts, your positioning and your belief. Because I believe that if you're an entrepreneur or if you're starting a business, it's because you are passionate about something and you're help you you want to help someone you know and if you're a coach you're probably wanting to help someone who's a few steps behind you who was in the position that you were and so i believe that like social media and social media coaching should go hand in hand with helping someone along with their goals in terms of business because social media serves your business and it should be helping your business grow so yeah, my business kind of did a little bit of a pivot. Actually, it's not even a pivot. I feel like it just clarified and sharpened a little bit more, which I love because I stepped into September, which was this month. It is currently mid-September. And I experienced one of my biggest wins ever. Okay. I signed two of my high ticket offers in my private coaching in under seven days. I signed two people back to back in under seven days. That is insane. Having gone from literally the month before of just like freaking out about sales calls and getting probably like 20 to 30 no's maybe that's an exaggeration, let's say 15 to 20 no's from people and feeling exhausted, feeling like I could never sign a high ticket client to now back-to-back signing these two clients. Insane. And the best part was that everything was working. Like all the time I took to problem solve, to prototype, to experiment, to be okay with failure, to pick myself up all of it was just falling into place and my business was working my client found me through the power of social media and so I could literally model that in my own business that what I was teaching my clients works and so as a new business owner it's like the scariest thing to be walking the walk and talking the talk and also teaching your clients how to do the same thing because A lot of the imposter syndrome comes from this fear of if you can't do it, then what makes you think you can help someone else? And so for for me, this month was a huge um, breakthrough because I was like, whoa, it really does work. And not only the systems, I'm talking about the mindset, like shifting my mindset, coaching myself, learning how to master my thoughts. All of that just factors so deeply into it. And that's why now my coaching style is so significantly different and it's so much more transformational and valuable and I genuinely believe in it. But not only that, 
I actually experienced a few days from signing that second client, one of the biggest blows to my business so far. And I am still recovering from it, but I'm going to share that with you in the next podcast. (laughs) Sorry, it's a little bit of like a cliffhanger, but seriously, it smacked me in the face and just threw me on the ground. I did not see it coming and it just wrecked me what happened. But at the same time, I'm here like I'm on this podcast guys like I had a crazy last two weeks just because purely like life and just a lot of other things going on but I'm here on this podcast and that is powerful because that means that that huge thing that happened to me a few days ago it's not nothing like it it means a lot and it cuts deep but I'm here and I coach myself through it. I pick myself back up and I actually just got off a call with my coach and I cried to her, not because I was upset, not because I I didn't know what to do or I wanted to give up, but because I was just so dang proud of myself. I was like, I feel like a different person. I don't even understand how I was able to get back up like that and keep working on my business and not have the doubt that, you know, this will happen again or whatever, all these other doubts that I had. It's insane. I'm literally a completely different person. So despite this month, it's only midway through the month, despite it being one of my best months in my business, it's also been one of the hardest. But with that, I second what I said in my previous episode That with every level of growth comes new obstacles, comes new challenges, and comes new opportunities. Opportunities for you to level up, to shift your mindset, to grow and trust the process. So to wrap up this podcast, I guess my final lessons for this month, even though this month isn't completely over yet, is think and own your business like a CEO. You may not feel it. You may think you have zero dollars and you have an idea, but you are the CEO of that idea. And so you, so you, what? (laughs) Let me just say that again. You are the CEO of your own business and you need to own that idea. You need to own that business, whatever it looks like, whatever season, you need to own it, own it with confidence. And so when things are good or when things are bad, you are okay because you call the shots. You determine the direction of your business, right? And if your business is built on feelings, girl, you need to coach yourself at least through those feelings because feelings is not a good foundation. But in saying that, feel. (laughs) It's okay to feel. Like I felt, I felt the heck out of what just happened. But 
at the same time, I celebrate my wins. I feel the joy. I feel the moments of proud, like just, I'm, I get overwhelmed. Like I pinch myself thinking, what the heck, you know? Just even this recording this podcast, I'm like, whoa, what the heck? And so own your business, own your journey. Because it may not look like anyone else is out there. You might be trying to piece yourself in to copy the journey of someone else or to validate where you should be and where you need to be based on someone else's journey. But just own your journey. Stay in your lane. Focus on what you got to and own it. And the last thing is have a plan. Have accountability. Just like my coach was able to just call me out, was able to have my back, was able to cheer me on. Just all these amazing things from having someone just there who wanted the best for me, who understood the space, who knew what I needed to be focusing on and not wasting my time on. Having that person there just made all the difference. And so having a strategy and a structure and some sort of accountability is going to fast track your process, fast track your growth, fast track everything. Because now I'm at the verge of essentially planning for bigger things in my business, which I don't see. I don't have a clear idea of what it's going to look like a month, a year from now. But what I'm certain of is that I'm willing to try, I'm willing to fail, and I'm willing to own my journey. I hope that you found this really enjoyable, and I hope that you got a glimpse into what is possible for you, because honestly, if I could do this problem solving, falling flat on my face, hiring a coach, like all these things, all these steps, if I could figure that out on my own, what more if you just went for it, tried it yourself, or, you know, went and hired a coach, whichever route you take, what more, right? What more if you did? And you have listened to this podcast, you have evidence that you can grow something into nothing in the span of a few months. I didn't have that. So I just want to encourage you, whatever it is you're sitting on, talk to someone about it and just do it. It's as simple as that. Thank you for tuning in to this episode on the Trailblazers podcast. I hope you are encouraged to make moves and level up your confidence. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. I've got some really exciting stuff coming out for you in the next few months. Don't miss out. Be a part of the conversation and keep the ball rolling with me on Instagram and I'll catch you on the next episode. Until next time, keep blazing that trail.